Welcome to the Hospitality Cash Flow Podcast, where you'll learn how to leverage short-term accommodations using multifamily and residential properties. With over 35 years in hospitality, real estate, technology, and sales and marketing experience, our hosts, Matt Anisis and Noble Crawford, along with an expert panel of guests, invite you to listen in as they share their knowledge, best practices, tools, and resources to help you maximize cash flow using real estate for hospitality. And we're talking about marketing for your Airbnb tonight, how to generate more bookings and more cash flow. And so uh, tonight, uh, I'm going to ask that you uh, use that little plus button in the bottom right of the uh, of the page and tap some more people into the room. Um, we got some experts on the panel who are going to be uh, giving some some uh, great advice tonight regarding marketing um, and uh, getting more bookings. It's going to help you with your occupancy rate. It's going to help you with your 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 average daily rate. Be able to increase those um, and just generate more revenue. Period. Right. So. Is one of the things we're talking about tonight, and uh, as uh, as other moderators finish up in the other rooms and get tapped in, we're gonna bring some more people up. Uh, but I did want to uh, go ahead and get started so that you guys are I value your time, and uh, we want to give the value to the people. So with that said, we're gonna do uh, a couple of introductions for the uh, folks that are already here with us. Um, and then we're going to jump right into the content. Uh, keep in mind, if you have questions and you come up, this is a recorded room. Uh, so just keep in mind that um, you will uh, you will be recorded um, asking questions or speaking on stage. But uh, we certainly want to get to your questions um, as they come up. Uh, so with that said, we're going to just start at the bottom here real quick and work our way up before we jump into the topic for the night. Um, so Mr. Anaje has hit the stage. Sir, you have the mic. If you can give us a quick 30 second intro, tell us a little about yourself. Thank you very much, Noble. I just uh, absolutely want to come in the room and make sure I support the hospitality cash flow room. Um, a lot of great gems. I, I've seen on many stages dropping great gems. And I'm here to actually just steal some information from you to see what I can get as I uh, as I expand my portfolio into the short-term rental space. I'm a long-term buy and hold real estate investor out of Houston, Texas, and, and I'm looking to expand in the uh, uh, short-term rental space. Awesome. We appreciate you tapping in with us, sir. And let's see who's next. Looks like we have Haley. Haley, you have the mic. Hey, good evening, everyone. So my name's Haley, Haley Rochelle, and I... Directly as of this moment, um, I'm on top of 55 Airbnbs across the DFW Metroplex in Texas. Um, I help oversee a few more in uh, Philadelphia and Houston, um, not as hands-on, but a little bit. Um, I love my job. I love what I do. I'm always learning, and I'm really excited to be here and get a chance to you know, talk with you guys and learn more from you. Hi, Ellie. <laughs> awesome. Hey, Awesome, awesome. We appreciate you tapping in with us. And for those folks um, who uh, may not may not know, um, Haley is uh, part of uh, Sean Rakicic's uh, team, and uh, she heads up all of the Dallas, like she mentioned, and does a bang up job with that. So definitely um, connect with her. She is a valuable resource. And up next, of course, we have Ellie. Ellie, you have the mic. Haley is the shit, okay? If you need to know anything about arbitrage right now, and you need to talk to somebody who's managing over 100 across the country, 
Haley. Let's not forget Philadelphia and all the other places you're in. Talk to her. I'm Ellie. I own Home Thanks, Life Days. Uh, thanks, yeah, a luxury vacation rental management company. I do property management, so I handle uh, second uh, homes, uh, 1031 exchanges, and I've been in the game since 2016. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm very passionate about hospitality, and I'm very passionate about making an impact. So if you need any design advice or just need somebody to kind of have an ear on some of the things that you're thinking about as far as vacation rentals, I'm here for that. Happy to be here, Noble. Thank you so much. Awesome. We appreciate you joining us. And Bill, Bill, sir, we appreciate you being here. You have the mic. Hey, Noble. Yeah, thanks for uh, having me. I'm Bill Faith. I'm from Nashville, Tennessee. I'm the founder of Build Short-Term Rental Wealth. Uh, I own just under $8 million worth of uh, luxury vacation rentals around the country. Um, and I actually manage properties as well, co-host and manage uh, high-end luxury properties. Actually, one of my clients and good friends is in the audience. And I uh, look forward to uh, sharing some marketing uh, info tonight as I just came off three uh, nights in a row of doing a live three-day training for Facebook ads uh, for hosts. So I'll be pumped up and ready to go, Noble. All right. We appreciate you. And we're going to dive into that here in a second and get the gems from you on that. So uh, for the folks that are just uh, joining the room again, just a quick reset. You're in the Hospitality Cash Flow Club room. If you're not already following the room, please click the uh, the greenhouse at the top and, uh, and make sure you're following. So you'll get notified when we go live every Thursday at 7 p.m. Central. And also, uh, please give the moderators a follow that are on the stage. And uh, with that, we have one extra moderator tap in. Um, so I'm going to let him do a quick intro before we dive into the content. That's Mr. Jay Massey. You have the mic, sir. Hey, Ted Noble. How are you? Hopefully things are going well. Pretty excited to be here uh, and uh, ready to contribute in all the ways because you are talking about cash flow. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, so we can talk about the better. <laughs> absolutely absolutely all right well we appreciate you joining us um so like i said folks go ahead and ping some people into the room um a great wealth of information here on the stage this evening and we're i'm, I'm going to be sensitive to the moderator's time um and uh, so we're going to try to keep this room concise and get in and out and give you guys the gems and the value uh so you can get on about your evening so with that said yeah i'm interested you know noble i don't see did you mod me i didn't see it yet I did not stand by, stand by. Um, so with that said, um, we are going to, um, we're going we're gonna to get into the content, right? So uh, I want to come back because Bill, you were mentioning uh, just a minute ago uh, that you just finished a three day like uh, Facebook ads training um, for specifically for the short term rental space, if I heard correctly. So can you tell us, um, a little bit about um, kind of that 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 training that process and what you took the people through. Yeah, I mean it was uh, it was great. I mean I've done it many times. It was the first time I've ever done it in the uh, short term rental space. But many of you probably don't know I own a fairly large marketing agency in Nashville, Tennessee, amongst other things that uh, that I do. So we kind of started from the very beginning. Well, number one, I think that too many short-term rental hosts, regardless of what vertical you're in, you could be co-hosting, management, master leases, arbitrage, uh, or investing like I do. And, you know, we just rely on the OTAs. So one of my missions is just to teach people how to self-manage so they don't have to rely on me as a co-host or 
you know, a, a manager. And one of the big things I think that, that people miss is the off-platform marketing. Uh, and then there's this myth about Facebook ads that, one, they don't work, and two, they're very difficult to learn how to do. Uh, well, they're not. So we kind of break it down really simply. And we want to teach people how to market like the NFL and Amazon and, uh, you know, Under Armour. If you click on something in Amazon and you don't buy it and then you notice how it kind of follows you around uh, the Internet when you go to other uh, pages or in Facebook or whatever that is, that's called retargeting. So we kind of started first day with the introduction. Uh, we we busted the myths about what it is, how it is, um, the things that people, you know, think that Facebook can do and that it doesn't introduce them to the business manager, the proper way to construct ads um, and how to set up their account, how to set up their first ad. And then the night number two is really, I think, the most important. And, you know, I, I know that you believe in this, Noble, because you work with major companies like Marriott and Hilton and IHG on brand building. And you talk a lot about the ideal buyer, right? So you've got to build out people called an avatar. I like the term buyer persona that I use working with HubSpot. And it's a fictional representation of your ideal buyer. And if you can nail that, and here's the thing about Facebook. So like with um, Ellie and myself, right? We're here and we're investing in the luxury vacation rental homes. So the beautiful thing is, is you can log in literally on your phone while we're doing this right now. Click over to your Airbnb app and just look at the last five reservations or 10 reservations or click over to Verbo and look at your last five or 10 reservations. And the awesome thing is, is that, well, you know, it tells you what city those people are from. So the first place I ever invested into was Gulf Shores. And the interesting thing is that my number one city for guests is St. Louis. My number two is Chicago. Number three is Indianapolis. Think about that. That's a long drive. We're talking like 15 hours from Chicago to get down to Gulf Shores, Alabama. And I would have never known that if I didn't do this research. So those are my ideal cities, my top three cities. The great thing about it is I can drop a pin on the Facebook ad geographically right in the middle of St. Louis, my number one city. Then I can target males or females or both. I can target families that live in homes over half a million dollars in value, a million dollars in value. I can target people that have an interest in the beach and deep sea fishing and snorkeling and travel. I can target Airbnb. I can target VRBO. So there's literally over 782 different things that we can target. I can target people that are interested in Mercedes or net jets because that, those are two things that my type of guest, my ideal buyer would be interested in. So figuring out that it's Facebook and having an understanding that it is the most targeted platform in the world to do advertising. And it's, if not the, the second smartest algorithm. There's no algorithm. I don't think even Google knows as much about us as human beings as fake Facebook does. Right. So if you're in, in an area that you're targeting weddings, Facebook knows when you get married or the majority of people because you change your status on Facebook. Facebook knows that I love wine and pretty expensive wine. When I go to Napa Valley and I check in at expensive wineries or I post bottles of wine that we're drinking at a business dinner or at home. So we kind of went through all that. Then the copywriting, which is really important, the creative. And then the last night, Noble, which I think is really important, is teaching people how to retarget. And this is the, the really important component, component on execution is that for every dollar that you spend in advertising, regardless of what platform it is, LinkedIn, Facebook, Google, 20 to 25 cents of that should go to retargeting. And that's the ad that follows you around. 
right? So if you think about it, if you don't do retargeting, you're one and done. You're relying on one click for somebody to buy from you. And so you have to really think about the sales process that happens when we're selling something that really we need to have three, four, five touch points. So if you're going to deploy one primary ad, you should have two or three retargetings behind it. And then the last thing, Noblis, I don't want to take up the whole time here, is we actually delivered them five different ad campaigns, copy, headline, subheadline, and creative. So that way they could see the difference in the tone, the copywriting, the targeting of how to target. Um, you know, we, we did lake properties, we did beach properties, we did like the sequoias or someplace that people would be hiking. And then we did traveling nurses. And we also did business travelers on the corporate side. So they could really see the difference of the positioning, the targeting, and the copy. All in about six and a half hours. Got it. Got it. So <clears throat> this is pretty interesting. And one of the things I'm sure that folks in the audience may be wondering or thinking is, man, running Facebook's ads, that has to be expensive, right? So that's my question to you. Like, this sounds no. like an, an expensive uh, endeavor here. Uh, is it? I run three ads, primary ad, retargeting ad number one, retargeting ad number two at all times for every property. And I spend a dollar a day per ad. So that's $3 a day per property. My average property generates about 135 to $145,000 a year in gross revenue. So think about it. My total, because I don't spend any ad dollars anyplace else except for Facebook ads. My total ad budget per property that's generating what's called $140,000 a year on average, $3 a day times 30 days is less than $100 per day. That's insane. That is. That's, that's crazy. Go ahead, Jay. Hey, hey Bill. Um, so on that ad spend, what is, um, I guess, what's the frequency that ends up showing, especially on the, the one that, uh, I'll call it the awareness campaign, the one that's the top of the funnel? Yeah, so I mean that's gonna that's gonna vary based on your ad budget, based on the size of your audience. So like if I have a, you know, a, a, an audience size that's gonna be eight thousand, and I'm spending a dollar a day, my frequency is gonna be much higher. I might even get you know one one and a half times a day. Uh, but if I've got eight million, or let's say eighty million, and I'm targeting the entire U.S., you know that frequency is gonna be extremely low. So that's one of the reasons that. I go in and I don't try to target the, you know, the regionally or the U.S. I try to target my main markets and then I'll, I will rotate the markets and I will also do something that most people don't do. And you probably know about this, Jay, but is I will test the objective uh, as well. And I don't want to get too into the weeds here, but testing that objective becomes critical, whether it's, you know, just traffic, video views or driving messages. There's a lot of components that we can, uh, you know, vary in the targeting side. Okay, so and then let me ask this: When it comes to uh, the creative, that was actually my next question. Were you using video at the top, and and are you also changing the creative? And if so, with what kind of frequency are you having to refresh or change the creative? So on average, I'll just you know make it really easy for everybody. That typically about once a month on the creative, um, and we test everything so i mean i'm testing video i'm testing like selfie videos at a property that i personally do or you know videos that are images uh, that right inside of the facebook ads manager you literally can turn five or six or 18 images into uh you know a slideshow or a video so we test that and i'd say that 
predominantly what, what wins probably 70, 75% of the time, Jay, is video. Um, and I'm looking at top of the funnel for that first ad. So I really like the awareness or I'm going to drive traffic. I don't use any other objective besides those two at the top of the funnel. And then I start to narrow down onto website clicks and, you know, messages and change those objectives and the retargeting uh, as we get deeper into the funnel. Got it. And did I hear you say there was an urban play? I, I heard a bunch of the, you know, wilderness beach and the exotic stuff. I just didn't hear if you had tried this in, on a on a city play at all. Yeah, so we, we did two buyer personas. We have, obviously, I don't really own properties to do it, so I've tested on other accounts. Um, we did traveling nurses and then a business traveler. Got it. Do you have this recorded somewhere, available? Where do I need to send you money, man? I would rather start from your starting spot than my own. So either way, I just you know if we can save me some time, I'll pay for it and go from there. Yeah, I can I can send you a, a DM on uh, Insta or something like that. They, I mean, anybody that's interested, you can find it at, at buildstrwealth.com. Um, and I'm very upfront and transparent. It was about six hours. Uh, we finished last night. The recordings. And the swipe file copy, which means the, the images that we created, the copy for those five different ads, everything will be ready in our library tomorrow. Um, but and it's, it's $2.99 uh, for the six hours of training and the swipe file copy for the ads and all that type of stuff. So in the realm of what we delivered, it's extremely affordable. Um, and I, will, I can make that. I'll, I'll DM you and, and anybody can find it at buildstrwealth.com. Hey, hey, Bill. Uh, one question. I, I, I might have missed it because I was jumping in and out of the room. Did you? Uh, are you doing the uh, the housing, um, you know, deal, or are you getting around that? I'm assuming you are. But you, you know, can you just speak on that for the crowd? Um, I, I'm not sure if I missed it or not. Yeah. So you're you're talking about when the the ads get declined, right? Yeah. 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 So yeah. Th that typically has to do with. Somebody writing copy that is not familiar with what you can and cannot say in the copy when you're deploying a Facebook ad. So literally the first night we had a gentleman named uh, Karen from, he's got some properties, I think, in in Dallas and, you know, uh, Palm Springs and a, a nice cabin in, in Broken Bow. And um, he deployed his ad literally then about two hours after we got done with night number one. Um, and the first one was declined. Uh, and he sent, a, sent me a Facebook message, and I'm like, dude, just go into the link that we gave you. Uh, there's nothing I can do, and just request a manual, um, you know, uh, a manual review. And with it, but by the time he woke up in the morning, it was actually deployed. Uh, and he did a $5 budget, uh, and he actually took a direct booking uh, that he couldn't track it directly from the Facebook ad because he didn't have UTMs or that type of stuff set up. He thinks it was, uh, but it was kind of cool. So. The way around that one is it's usually a copy issue, um, and that changes all the time. So I'm not really going to say what you can or cannot say uh, because that's a variable that changes frequently. But when you request a manual review, um, that's typically what will happen. So we're seeing about 60 to 70% of even our ads that we're writing, uh, the AI uh, that does the review to start with just automatically flags it because it has to do with property. Now, one thing I will tell you in that creative, um, there's not one picture of a, of a house or an apartment or a cabin or a chalet at all in any of that creative. It's all about the buyer persona. Um, and then we don't use terms like short-term rental 
or vacation rental or anything in the copy. So if you can stay away from those two things, um, then it's, you're going to be able to get around that a lot faster. Because typically when you get declined to have to go to a manual review, it could take four, uh, 24 to 72 hours. Yeah. Well, I, and Jay, I just wanted to follow up. I know you meant that he was all in rural areas. I, I just think that's a, a huge gem. I mean, Bill, I'm probably going to jump in on that. Uh, just with the copy element, uh, Jay, I've I've been advertising my apartment for two years on Facebook ads. It works like a mug, and I'm not even. And for me, I got declined so much, and I knew it was the the, the copy, and so I'm just running as regular ads and work um, under the housing component. You can't use all of the great metrics that Bill is talking about, um, all the different data points, and I think that's super important. Um, so yeah, the having that copyright is is like major major key. So he, he's dropping some gems, man. So, and you're, and you're right about the copy, like in any type of advertising and, you know, Noble's lives in this world as well, um, you know, on the, the agency side, and the marketing side, it's, it's all about copy. Copy is the most important thing in your listing, underneath your images and your titles and your ads and your headlines and your emails, all that type of stuff. So anybody that's listening right now, please pull out a pen and a piece of paper because I'm going to drop the biggest fucking bomb you're going to hear the night right now. So I used to employ professional copywriters. At about seventy-five, eh, sixty thousand to a hundred thousand dollars a year in salary each. I don't anymore because I use a thing called Jarvis, and there's no affiliate links here or anything. You just got to write down this uh, URL. It's conversion. Dot AI. Conversion. Dot AI. And there's an art. It's what it is. Is it's an artificial intelligence-based copywriting platform and I showed my mastermind group down in Gulf Shores two weeks ago and we just spun and just continued to put different outputs for the copywriting. That's so nice of you, Bill, to share that knowledge with other, you know, hosts on the panel. That's so that's so awesome. Well I wanna thank you very much. I want to see everybody be successful. And I think we all should be here to to stand up and help every every other host because if I can help somebody increase their ADR and increase their profit, that's going to benefit me in, in the long run, indirectly, especially, you know, in my own market as an owner, uh, as well as an educator. So conversion.ai, um, it's $99 a month. If you're running any ads, sending any emails, or if you have multiple properties and you want to continue to optimize your listings and, and titles. So like you literally can take your Airbnb or VRBO headline title, drop it in. They have a... Um, I don't know what they call it, but they have all these different types of outputs and they have some for real estate and like long form copy blogs, but they also have a Facebook ad headline generator. So just take your, your Airbnb headlines or your titles and pop it in there and then hit output, hit output, hit output. And you can, you can even literally subscribe to the tone. So if you want a professional tone, it'll write it in a professional tone. You want a witty tone, it'll write it witty. It's just an amazing tool, and it literally just came out about three weeks ago, and it's getting better and better every single day. Finally, I, I wish they could have that in my daily life where instead of talking, I could just, like, plug in uh, what I'm thinking and just have a good output. That's funny. Hey, Bill, hey Bill have you taken advantage of any of the more targeted ads uh, that you can do with Facebook, like Facebook uh, for real estate? when you actually upload your listings address information and product pictures and use them for like conversion ads? And do you happen to use a Facebook page tool or anything for your like the direct uh, bookings and conversions website? So no, because I've tested that and have seen very, very poor results on the front end, on the real estate side. And absolutely, I use a pixel for everything because I can't do retargeting. 
uh, without the pixel. So I actually use bots uh, to scrape websites for my ideal uh, buyers as well to try to drive traffic back to the pages. So that way I can build my custom audience. And there's, there's, there's one feature I haven't mentioned. And once again, I don't want to get too advanced or too in, into the weeds, but when you identify your ideal buyer, and let's just say that you have a hundred email addresses out of Burbo, since we can't pull them out of Airbnb, and you take those hundred email addresses, you can upload them uh, or down, put them into a CSV file, um, do the same with the phone numbers and the first name and last name. And then you can upload them into your business ads manager into something called a custom audience. So those are all ideal customers that have booked with you, right? Now, if you had somebody that left you a one-star review, you might want to leave them out manually. But then the cool part here is Facebook, once again, the smartest or second smartest algorithm in the world, will go out and find everybody that looks just like that buyer. It's called a lookalike audience. So Facebook will scour the world or the U.S. or your state or, or your zip code and find everybody to match your ideal buyer that you've already created in a custom audience. That is one of the most powerful tools that you've got to be an intermediate or advanced user uh, for people to even know about that. So I literally so, have taken my entire email list, I upload it, and I put it into a custom audience, and then I say, hey, Facebook, make a 1% match. So that's like almost exact, a 99% match, and then it will go out. And right now in the U.S., I've got like 3.7 million people in that audience. What's, what's crazy, I don't want to jump in, but and I'm not an Airbnb guy, but the, the gym that Bill just dropped is gargantuan. For, for those who know me, I'm, I'm, you know, I do data science for a, a large, large company. And, man, he's, he's dropping something on you. I'll drop something for people who are in the room who may be not necessarily an Airbnb, but let's say for the wholesalers in the room. You can do the exact same thing that Bill said from a wholesale perspective. If you're wholesaling property and you're trying to look for deals and you're looking for motivated sellers, you can drop in, let's say, a pre-foreclosure list. Or, or a divorce list or a probate court list and do the exact same thing. And that's a hell of a lead generation. Yeah, I'm taking notes over here because Sean's <laughs> not in here. So I don't know if he even knows about that. He might get excited. <laughs> so, folks. It's uh, okay, Haley, you take notes. <laughs> 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 Just kidding, girl. Folks, this is. Uh, this, hey, this I is, got some advice too, but I'm definitely taking notes. This is. A, go, go ahead, Jay, and then I'm going to reset the room. <laughs> I was just going to underscore what uh, Onaze's talking about. So uh, the, the while I have not deployed these tactics in the short-term rental space for mostly because we just haven't had to, um, everywhere else that I do, we do use these techniques in order to drive revenue and make uh, business happen. So what he's saying is, you know, beyond spot on, and, and, and that's, that's and that's what I love about it is the data part is the fact that you can test everything and know down to a science where your people are, what they should cost and whatnot. But the revenue opportunities from a short-term rental perspective are way outside relative to the, um, to the, to the cost, if you will, of reaching each of your customers. And for those of you, been in the short-term rental game for a while. Um, all I'm going to say is I'll, I'll just try to translate, but if you can imagine adding something like, I don't know, my guess is around $30 uh, 
uh, to your ADR per unit, it you that really, I mean, that's just I I don't know what to say other than I hope you're you are taking notes uh, vigorously. And then there's one person down in the audience, Robin. If you can do me a favor, Robin. Yes, Robin. And you saw you know who you are. I'm uh, talking directly to you right now. If you can make sure to get that website conversion.ai over to Latanya in uh in, in in who is in Houston that I've been working with that would be very very great so we can talk more about it on Monday I'm gonna spend some time testing it over the weekend and I'll do a session with you guys on Monday awesome awesome so <clears throat> folks that are that are here um Bill is just dropping absolutely invaluable information um so make sure that you are tapped in following all these moderators make sure you're following bill make sure to blow bill's dms up with the request for that 299 offer because that is a stupid crazy price for the value that you're going to get in in with that product okay um so we we're, this is a short room tonight so for those who are tapped in um you're lucky because i'm going to tell you right now hit my dms if you want a copy of this recording and for the folks who missed out i guess they'll miss that on the recording too but um we got about a half an hour left i want to keep it short and concise and bill what i want to ask you next um and then we want to open it up to, to the audience for any audience questions so if you do have questions go ahead and start raising your hands uh but bill i wanted to ask you um what you know once you start running these ads what is the time frame typically that uh that that you'll you know what's the time frame before you see um activity um bookings generated against these ads that you're running typically what does that look like um i mean so i think the number one thing is people have to understand that you, you really need to build your brand and, and the awareness at the top of the funnel first so you need to be patient um, so when, if I open, if I buy a property in a new market or I take over a, a property that I'm going to manage in a new market, then I'm going to run ads for probably two or three weeks, just at the top of the funnel to try to get some branding and introduce people. Right. So if I'm doing that at $3 a day, I'm not spending very much money, you know, 60, 70 bucks to go in and do that. So it's just really, you just got to be patient because if you go try to go straight to conversion and, and bookings and purchases right off the bat. Um, you're going to miss the middle of the funnel and you're going to miss the top of the funnel. So I would say that you probably need at least 30 days uh, to build some brand to be able to do it, uh, to get direct bookings. But the, the one thing that's really important for this uh, is, at least in my opinion, and a lot of people that know me and follow me know that I, I re I'm a big proponent of owner res as a PMS. And one of the big reasons I went with that over something else is they have a direct API link into Google and Facebook. So I get direct ROI on my direct booking website for each one of my properties. Like a hundred percent, there's no guessing. They're not going to Airbnb. They're not going to, you know, Verbo. They're not going to booking.com uh, to book. They're coming to my direct booking site. Now, with that being said, I do have a brand awareness ad for every one of my properties that I let run at a dollar a day outside of my three ads that I'm trying to drive conversions on that solely drives traffic to Airbnb. That is a great investment for me at $30 a month. And I just set it and forget it. And then once I've maxed out my frequency um, and I run that for every one of my properties across the country um, at all times, that way I'm just driving traffic to my listing on Airbnb. And I don't care if one booking happens, but it helps me with my rankings 
for each property in Airbnb. So Noble, I guess back to your question, I would say probably 30 to 30 to 45 days, I'd be running brand awareness ads uh, with the retargeting, but don't expect direct conversions until you can get them in front of people. Sometimes it happens er earlier, uh, but you know, you just need to be patient with that. Got it. Got it. All right. Um, I, I have more questions, but I, I want to open it up to the moderators. Any of you guys have any immediate questions you want to ask Bill before we keep going? One thing I want to add that I didn't discuss for those of you that aren't copywriters and you may not, um, you know, or you may not be de a designers for the creative. You can go to Fiverr.com and get some guys to help you with video. Uh, even I have a full-time videographer and, and designer on my staff. He's been with me for three and a half years and he builds all my funnels and everything, but he, he uses canva.com, uh, which in my, I call it graphic design. It's Photoshop for dummies for somebody like me that can't use Photoshop. And they have a million templates that you can literally just drop some images and change the text. Uh, but one of the things that's cool is if you're going to de deploy three ads, make sure you have some of those versions of the copy and the creative. Um, and that's one of the reasons I love Jarvis uh, at conversion.ai, because then there's a, a tool that's relatively new, new called dynamic content in Facebook, and it will take your copy and your creative and your headlines if you give it multiple versions, and it will mix it all together, and it will determine the winner for you, and then run that ad, which is absolutely amazing, because believe me, Facebook is smarter than I am in choosing the right combination. So here's a question for you, Bill. So you, you uh, you're primarily on Facebook. I mean, that's the, the primary ad platform that you're using. You know what? What is it about? Like, say, you, you obviously you've already mentioned that that, that Facebook is the the smartest and, and maybe has the most data and that sort of thing. Um, what is it about something like a a Google or, or running Google ads or um, you know doing retargeting through Google or something like that? Um, is that something that you have considered? If if not, why not? Um, kind of talk to me about that a little bit. I believe in go. I, I believe in being cost efficient. I don't mind spending money by any means, but I want to get my best ROAS return on ad spend for every dollar that I spend. And and I've I've used Google AdWords since 2006 or seven. Um, I used Facebook ads since 2012. I've been using LinkedIn ads since 2019. So for you, Noble, for Jay. Uh, for all of you that are in the kind of urban arbitrage, the apartment game, I would be testing LinkedIn ads as well because they operate very similar to Facebook ads. And you can go after specific job descriptions, specific markets, and even companies. So if you're in the healthcare space, like I live in one of the healthcare capitals of, of America, and you want to target Healthways, HCA, LifePoint, um, you know, all these different companies that have own hospitals. And you own prop or you own or arbitrage apartments or properties right next to those hospitals, and you want to reach their nurses, and you want to reach their doctors, and you want to reach all of their staff. You're gonna you're gonna actually probably be better served on LinkedIn as opposed to Facebook. So I would be doing some A/B testing on both platforms. Got it, JD. Thank you. I was going to. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. But. Um, so I, I was actually going to ask you about that because my I was thinking LinkedIn w was worth the test, uh, but I wasn't sure if you had already gone down that road or or not because of before that very specific reason. And uh, I, I'm just glad to 
glad to hear that, that comment. So, and I just, one quick question. Um, when you said uh, the API integration with owner res, did that also carry over your pixel or no? 100%. Yes, it does oh carry over. The hmm. It does. So, I mean, I, I know that my row as in January, you know, was 1100% when I started, you know, booking $8,000, $10,000 weeks in, you know, my beach places for the summer, right? I know when my ROAS is, you know, 47%. Um, it's tremendous. So, and that's that's why I didn't use any other platforms, specifically because of the Google and the, the Facebook uh, APIs. The one thing I will tell you, Jay, is I have not tested STR ads on LinkedIn going after those, you know, corporate and business buyer personas, but I've spent over a million dollars on ads in the limo and ground transportation space going after them using LinkedIn since 2019. And it's the same buyers, it's gonna be the same cost for, for all of you guys in that urban arbitrage space, and it does work. Yeah, okay, perfect. And um, then when, and just as a side note, if, if you happen to have any of those uh, copywriters you used to hire about in the 75, grand range that's still looking for something to do I, I would love an introduction bam I, w I, I wish I did somebody in this space stole them from me I'll, you might be able to I'll give you the name after uh, privately alright alright appreciate that um, appreciate those questions Jay those are excellent questions and Bill man oh my goodness uh, this is uh this is just a wealth of information i am so glad i decided to record this call tonight because i almost didn't <laughs> but uh again for the people in the audience um you know make sure you're tapped in with all the uh, moderators on the stage uh certainly bill um make sure you're following the hospitality cash flow uh, club tap the greenhouse at the top so you can be notified when we go live uh, typically every thursday evening at this time and uh with about 15 or 20 minutes left um you know, we still got a, a little bit of time. Go ahead and uh, ping some more people into the room who you think may could benefit from this information because um, we're we're not quite finished yet. But uh, but here, Bill, so 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 what I want to know is um, you, you talked about because there's a lot of people in the room that, you know, may not even be in the game yet. Right. And so you're mentioning some different tools. One of them was Onares. Um at a high level. Can you just explain to them like what Onares is and what it does so they can get a better context of the conversation? Yeah, I mean, if you're new, my recommendation would be don't start with owner res <laughs> unless you're, you, you know, you're planning on scaling really quickly. Um, it's a property management system. Uh, it syncs your calendars between like Airbnb and, and Verbo. Uh, you can automate um, your communications to where you don't have to manually send out a check-in. Uh, you can use remote lock to integrate your like Schlagen code, your August locks. Uh, and tie that directly into your uh, your message templates to automate that, so you, you don't have to forget to send a guest, um, you know, the the code to your door, which I used to do all the time when I first started. That was like my biggest faux pas. Um, it has a direct booking widget, kind of the more advanced stuff that we're talking about. It has direct API integration with all the OTAs, which is huge because if you do iCal sync uh, manually between you know Verbo and, and Airbnb there's a pretty significant delay and then you could take a double booking, especially like with this summer and vacation rental markets. And then you have to cancel and then it jeopardizes your super host or premier status. So I like the API integrations that they have. Um, it does, I don't know anything that it doesn't do that another 
uh, PMS does. But with all that being said, if you're new, my recommendation would be to look at like Smart BNB or Your Porter uh, to get started if you're like your first property or, or have a couple of properties because it's the thing with the robust platform, like any ERP system, owner res is challenging to get set up because of how robust its capabilities are. Um, so I went from literally when I had five properties, I was managing Airbnb and VRBO by myself, uh, just on the platforms. And then I switched over to owner rest. So I just don't, I think it's too complex and probably unnecessary for one or two properties, unless you're going to be doing ads and stuff the way that I do, because that direct API, um, is very, very important for me to be able to track that return on ad spend. Got it. Excellent point. Excellent point. And so uh, for, for folks that are getting started, Bill, like a lot of them are just solely on Airbnb and which is actually I know like Jay and myself and Brian and when we're, you know, helping other folks out and working with them, we may recommend that, you know, just to start with that low hanging fruit and with that easiest platform, which is Airbnb typically. Um, and so for those folks, like I know you had mentioned earlier, um, I caught I caught some of it where you said you you had some ads or you had a, a campaign specific to to your Airbnb listing. Um, so is, is that even worth considering for the newbie uh, or should they wait until they scale before they start uh, looking to run these ads? Um, I mean, so some things that you can do to boost traffic to your Airbnb site, let's say that you don't have uh, a direct booking site yet. And if you don't, then the first place I recommend to go is like huffy.com. If you're like brand new, H-O-U-F-Y.com, it's free. It's free for the guest to book and it's free for you. Now, I don't look at that as a long-term play, uh, but to be able to do some direct bookings, I like Huffy.com. Or if you get on the Smart BNB or Your Porter or Owner Res, Guestee, there's a million uh, platforms that are out there for property management service. Uh, almost all of those nowadays have their own direct bookings uh, integrated, so you don't need to pay for it separately. Um, so with that being said, one of the things that I still do uh, manually myself, Noble, is I use buy, sell, trade groups. So as I talked about previously, where I'm targeting my ads into my like top three cities, as an example, I'm also using buy, sell, trade groups there. And I will rotate uh, sending half the groups, like five out of this, you can post in 10 groups max in the market. So I'll send half to my Airbnb or Verbo listing, and I'll send half to my direct uh, booking. And so that way I'm always continuing to drive traffic. So if you're new and you don't know how to do Facebook ads yet, then I'd probably use the buy, sell trade groups. Just make sure that you read the terms, the rules in each group to make sure it's okay that you post uh, vacation rentals or short-term rentals. Um, and then don't spam the group and just make sure that you do it right. Um, and then go in and use that to drive traffic to your listings. Uh, especially if you're like really brand new and you don't even have three uh, five-star reviews yet. Interesting. Buy, sell, trade groups. And I, I, w I would have never thought of that. Uh, so, so what kind of response are you getting from those groups? So here's what you have to understand. So, I mean, I'm doing portfolio wide, even, even about 44% direct bookings right now on all of my properties. And I, I leverage buy, sell, trade groups a lot because it's free. And understand, nobody helps me with this. I do this by myself. Nine properties, uh, six under management right now, a total of 15 properties. I'm closing on another one uh, the week after next, so that'll be 10 owned and six managed. And because of the systems that I have set up and because of what I do through owner res, it creates automation uh, to where I don't need somebody else to help me do this. Like I have all my templates written out. 
So one of the things that's really important about the buy-sell trade groups is you have to be prepared with a system uh, to where I have everything written out and I know what my response is going to be because the conversion rate to purchase is extremely low. Like we're talking three to 4%. So that means I'm taking a hundred private messages. You know, is this still available? Is this still available? Is this still available? Just like when you guys have tried to sell a dresser, or a child bike or whatever it is on one of those groups. So I will literally go in about five times a day and spend 10 to 15 minutes five times a day. And it typically happens for the first two or three days. So I post in all of my cities at the exact same time. So I can get this over with that initial onslaught and I copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste. And still personally, the only thing I, that I won't copy and paste, I'll copy, paste, and I'll personalize. So it'll say, hi, Noble. Hi, Jay. Hi, Bill. Hi, Tom. Hi, Hallie. So I have that personalization. But then it sends it to either the direct booking link, either to Airbnb. It says, yes, this is available. Uh, and then I give two or three uh, value proposition points inside of it. And then all I do is copy and paste. Because if I had to manually think about what I was going to type and I was going to say, it would take way too long uh, to do that. And, and these two things, and I don't want to turn this into a sales pitch, Noble, but if you guys are on my email list from Build FCR Wealth, you notice that I'm hosting a boot camp in Nashville on June 7th and 8th, and I just announced Mr. Noble Crawford is going to be one of my special guest keynote speakers today. The two things that we've been talking about tonight, Facebook ads and buy, sell trades, you can learn that at that boot camp. Um, and I think you need to have every single host should have both of those in their toolkit. One, because the buy, sell trades are free, and you just follow the same targeting methodology. So like in, as an example, if I'm if Dallas is one of my cities, the number one place, and I don't know really the geographic area, but Highland Park, which is one of the wealthiest parts of Dallas, whatever Facebook group there are, mom's group, your group, advice, right? I'm those groups. Mid, I'm part targeting those groups. So also looking, doing a little bit of research, like this in Chicago, Indianapolis, before I was doing this, I the wealthiest, these are the parts of these work. So I'm those. Hey Bill, we're we're losing you a little bit there. Um, you're breaking up a little bit choppy, but uh, I think we caught the part you were saying. Um, like the upscale area of Dallas, which would be considered Highland Park, is one of the uh, areas that you would target in the buy sell trade group. Was that correct? That is correct. Yes. All right, we can hear you clear now. Yep. I'll stop walking because <laughs> <Basically, laughs> I talk. So my point was I did some research, like my top three cities were St. Louis, Indianapolis, Chicago. I don't know where the wealthy counties are, the wealthy cities. So I did research on that online. You can just Google it. What are the wealthiest counties around Chicago? What are the wealthiest suburbs in Chicago? And you'll find out it's Oak Brook and it's Hinsdale and Chicago and kind of that whole west side. So that's really what I'm targeting as opposed to the south or the east side. Got it. Got it. Okay. Makes sense, man. So was the, um, was, was that discussed at your recent event the the buy sell trade groups uh it is not i actually have a product a membership product that's the only place that my masterminds is the only place that i've ever deployed that before publicly um and wow. really for the first time outside of those two places it's going to happen at, at boot camp uh here in nashville in june wow so folks just got a little teaser of that um that's a fascinating strategy so I, I appreciate you sharing that with us uh this evening so um so we're coming down to the to the bottom of the hour um does anyone in the audience have any questions for bill before we wrap this thing up uh anything regarding uh 
ads, marketing, regarding to short-term rentals, anything like that. If you do, go ahead and raise your hand now um, before we close it down. Um, anybody on stage have any questions? Can I Absolutely. Can I ask another question? Hey, uh, Bill, did I hear you correctly say, I just want to make sure I heard this accurately, that you actually have an awareness campaign that links to your direct Airbnb listing? And if I, if I did hear that accurately, um, I would, any elaboration on the thought process to that would be very beneficial. Yeah, I'm not, I do, and I'm not trying to drive conversions with that. I'm just trying to drive traffic. That's it. Um, just so, I mean, so when I, when I pull up my listings, almost all of that, 85 to 90% of them, and you and I both know that this fluctuates, are in position number one or number two. Um, uh, everywhere. And it's a combination yeah. of, and I really only focus on Verbo and, and Airbnb. I'm not very big into Expedia, Travelocity, Booking.com, all that other stuff. So I kind of rotate a combination of the ads and the buy, sell, trade strategy. So when I gain traction, like I've got a lake house uh, north of uh, Birmingham, Alabama, and south of Nashville. And I don't even have to run ads for that because I'm like 100%, well, now I'm probably 95% sold out. Um, through all of September moving forward. And it's all because of the strategy on the buy, sell trade groups that cost me nothing except for a little bit of time. So if I can have success with that, then I don't need to go in and, and execute on the Facebook ad side and or vice versa. Um, so, and that's something for those of you that are a little bit larger, that once you have this strategy and your copy down and your images and everything, you can just hand that over to a VA if you want to. And that's an easy execution for a virtual assistant. That's exactly what I was thinking. That's why I wanted to know. And uh, I'm just curious. I heard you say you were 44% portfolio wide on direct booking. And I, I would say that would be, I, I would, I guess I would expect a higher number. Yeah, I mean, I, I think a lot of it's because of speed, to be honest with you. Um, and that's this year to date. That's not over the life of it. it. It was higher at one point, but not much. I think it's speed of what's happening in my markets, you know, and I think for those of you guys that have been in arbitrage and, and myself and, you know, like Ellie being in, in luxury vacation rentals, we've had two different experiences over the last 16 to 18 months, I think. And um, I think that can probably change. But also, there's to be honest with you, Jay, there's been a little bit of complacency because it's been so good. We're talking like 37% up over 2019, uh, you know, completely sold out at ridiculous numbers for the next four months, that there hasn't really been a need to email market to clients and, and do that type of stuff. Bill, don't tell them that. I've been saying it. They haven't believed me, so they haven't started getting into short-term rental games. If we keep telling them how great it is, they're going to do it one day. They're actually going to believe us and follow I, us. I agree with you. And I'm sure you're doing a lot of this stuff for your educational tools like I am. You just take that yeah. exact same strategy and put it uh, to the short-term rentals and have the right targeting, and you'll crush just like you do into your programs. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna. Um, I'm actually gonna roll this out uh, for so so that because I, I want. Uh, there's a number of strategies that we're now deploying. I don't know if I said. I don't think I said this in this room. Um, we're in the process of uh, grabbing around 63 locations uh, up in New York, and this is literally perfect for what we're what we've got planned there. And uh, so I'm. I'm just. It was very very well timed and. 
pretty excited about. So, thanks. And like Jay, you're in you're in LA, right? Is that where you live? I am. Yeah, Orange County. Yes. Yeah, so, uh-huh. so if you, if for those of you that are familiar with Los Angeles as an example, you can over target a little bit, right? So, I, if I'm trying to market into the Los Angeles basin, let's call it, I'm not going into Bel Air, Beverly Hills you know, with buy, sell trade groups or Laguna Beach, you know, that type of stuff. Um, I'm probably going to, instead of going to Laguna Beach, I'm probably going to Newport Beach, right? Or I, And I'm going to focus on Tustin and, you know, a few other places. And instead of going to Beverly Hills and Malibu, I'm looking at Calabasas, Santa Monica, Brentwood. They're just, at some point, you can just get way too high to where the people that you're actually going to hit or think you're targeting are not are not paying attention. Well, I would think, though, because the other thing I was thinking about, if you're going the super high-end route, um, I can see this working very similarly for the person who's willing to do the $10,000 weekend situation. I, I can see this working in that, in, that, in that space as well. So that's what I would actually test Facebook, like in those high-end markets we just talked about. Once again, I've never done it in that market, but from my limo experience, going after the same buyers, Test LinkedIn versus um, LinkedIn versus the uh, versus Facebook, and do not forget about personal assistants and attorneys that will be doing the bookings and the legwork and the phone calls and the stuff for the celebrities and you know the high end CEOs. Yeah, and well, okay. So on that note, I'll tell you what I was thinking because I, I wasn't thinking about them. I was thinking about the, we have you know the plastic surgeons, the high end clinics. Those clinics, once they make an appointment, they have the person flying into somewhere. So I'm like, that that seems natural to me. Agreed, hundred percent. All right, perfect. Thank you. Awesome, Woo. awesome. This is probably the most profitable room I have been in on Clubhouse since the beginning of my time here on Clubhouse. That's all I'm going to say. Wow. Now that's 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 big time right there, Bill, coming from Jay. So. Uh, appreciate yeah, that. Thank you, Jay, the king. <laughs> appreciate that exchange. Um, and so it uh, looks like we have someone hit the stage for a question. Before we get to the question, Bill, I got one more thing I wanted to um, have you chime in on, and that's that post-stay marketing, right? Um, and what does that look like at a high level? Um, my assumption is you're not running ads to that post-stay group, but maybe there's a drip campaign or something once you've captured their information. But if you could just run through that real quick. Yeah. Uh, number one thing that I do, and if you're like me, I'm pacing around my bed. Actually, I shouldn't pace because I might get muffled again. I'm going to stand still. But you know what? I'm looking at my phone. So if I literally just clicked out of, out of the Clubhouse app and turned on the camera, and shot a selfie video. I do that for every one of my guests when they leave. As they're checking out, when I get that ring camera notification or that Schlagen code that they've left, and, and I shouldn't say everyone, the majority of them. I mean, if I'm on a flight or something, I can't do it. But as a practice, everyone just gets a really quick selfie uh, video. And that's something that not only has created a tremendous amount of personalization, helps with return bookings, but most importantly for my reviews. Um, and that is a manual process, Noble. Uh, but the, the, 100%, I use email. Um, I use a platform called Active Campaign. Might be a little bit complex for most, but you can use Mailchimp and literally up to your first 2,000, um, you know, emails. It's free. Uh, you can set up what's called a funnel or a drip campaign. And I, and in my Superhost library, which is my membership program, I have 
eight different email templates that I believe every host should be sending to their customers. So you think about when eight emails over 12 months, you're talking about every 45 to 50 days that you're sending an email. So if you have Jarvis, you know, conversion.ai, or you have like my swipe file template, that's just copy, paste, and customize. You set it and forget it. And then just as somebody checks out, you add them to your list, and then it's automatic. So there is one thing that I use to build my list because I do believe as a marketer, the most valuable asset that I own is my email list. Nobody can take that away from me. Zuckerberg can turn off my custom audiences in Facebook. He can remove my pixel. Um, you know, I, I can lose my Google link. I can lose everything except for my email list that I own and it sits in an Excel spreadsheet. Um, and I download it literally automatically every week. So I always have a hard copy of it. Nobody can take that from me. So I believe that's the most valuable asset that all of us can have, especially if we know how to do some copywriting. So I do do those emails and I use Stayfy, uh, S-T-A-Y-F-I.com, Stayfy.com. Uh, it's literally a hundred bucks, 106 or $7. You plug it into your router. And just like at Starbucks or a Marriott hotel or wherever, every single guest has to log in uh, to be able to get access to my Wi-Fi. So when my average property is doing like nine uh, people on average, I'm getting nine email addresses as opposed to one. But even if you're like doing a studio apartment or a one bedroom arbitrage property, think about it. If you have couples that are coming, now you have two email addresses and you don't know that the person that actually is doing the booking is really the decision maker. Because we all, all of us guys up here know we're not the decision makers. It's our wives, right? We may be the ones that are booking it, but they're going to where we're going. Exactly, exactly. So, man, Bill, this has been great. Um, before we close it out, we've got a couple of folks that hit the stage, I think maybe for some questions. Um, so we want to just uh, kind of tackle those real quick. Um, I think Marvin's up first. Marvin, you have a question? You have the mic, sir. Uh, yeah. Uh, thank you, Noble, and thank you, Bill, and everyone else for a valuable content. I just wanted to really say thank you um, uh, for hosting this discussion. I don't hear it talked about that often. I know uh, most of us in this space don't really do the um, the direct bookings, but like I said, I love hearing this. Uh, I'm pretty multifaceted, so kind of further down the line, you know, as I scale up, um, I'm really going to be, uh, you know, thinking and discussing more about, you know, like strategically picking domain names, uh, familiarizing myself with SEO, like how to rank higher uh, when it comes to those direct bookings. So again, th thanks a lot. And, and Bill makes it seem like uh, it, it's worth uh, kind of going down that route. So I'm glad to hear that. And I <clears throat> heard Jay, I mentioned in another room about some issues with finding furniture, I think in the New York area, if I'm correct. So I had actually did a quick search myself really quickly. I didn't have too much time, but if I come up with uh, any information, I'll definitely shoot that over uh, to you. Try to see, you know, what, what wholesalers or um, furniture wholesalers are in that area. So that was it. Thank you. All right, Marvin. We appreciate you tapping in with us here this evening. And uh, up next, we have Mr. Belcher, sir. You have the mic. Yes, sir. Yeah, I just had a, a quick question. He mentioned emails real quick. So I just wanted to see um, how you all were uh, collecting emails because, um, uh, you know, a lot of people beginning were using, you know, Airbnb and VRBO, um, you know, to start. Um, but how are you collecting emails even if you get um, a client through Airbnb, VRBO, bookings or Expedia or whatever? 
Yeah, the number one way for me, as I, as I stated a few minutes ago, is stayfy.com, S-T-A-Y-F-Y. Everybody that stays in my properties that wants access to Wi-Fi has to use that to log in, uh, just like you would at almost any place that, that has any type of secure Wi-Fi that's open to the public and hotels or coffee shops or whatever that is. Uh, the other one is I get the emails from all my Verbo reservations. Uh, and then I also use TouchStay as a digital uh, guide book uh, that also gets downloaded. So I don't mind spending the money. Uh, it's only $99 a year for TouchStay. Uh, and then also, you know, 108 bucks up front for StayFi for one property. Uh, so literally year number one, it's $200. All I need is one booking to come off of my email marketing to pay for that. Uh, so that return on ad spend is, is very, very high. Uh, once again, I think the most valuable asset as a business owner, uh, as a marketer, is going to be your email list. And I think that's one thing that everybody should have in their top 10 to-dos, their tasks, their priorities when they launch any new business. And you are launching a business when you invest into a short-term rental property, whether you're co-hosting, managing, uh, or purchasing. And that needs to be one of your top 10. Awesome. Awesome. That answer your question. Mr. Belcher, that answer your question. Yes, sir. It sure did, man. It sure did. I really, I really appreciate that. Uh, hey, I'm going to give you a bonus there, Mr. Belcher. One, one other yeah. thing for all, all you hosts out there that's really important is understand that your property isn't usually the reason that people are deciding to come to, to your market. It's a secondary decision. Uh, you know, bachelorettes don't say, hey, look at that unbelievable condo close to downtown Nashville. Let's go to stay at that condo and then have our bachelorette party at Nashville. It's the number one bachelorette party destination in the world because of the partying and the honky tonks and everything downtown. Nobody's going to Aspen, Colorado because they saw a cool chalet. They're going to ski and do whatever they want to do, and then they find a cool place to stay. So if you focus on in Aspen, Colorado, what are the top five restaurants or what are the hidden gems that only locals know about? And you spend 15 minutes doing some research. You garner the information. You pull up Canva.com. You turn it into a PDF, and then you grab people's email addresses you know, when and put it on your website to be able to get that download. That's called a lead magnet. It's really easy for us in our markets because we should already know that stuff that's going into our welcome guides anyways. Best sushi restaurants, best spot on the beach, best hiking trails, uh, you know, best bars, best place to unwind after, you know, work for traveling nurses, whatever it is. That's a, another great way to be working and developing lead magnets. And you can just deploy them via social media uh, to be able to generate email addresses as leads even before they would stay with you. Hey, my man. I, uh, yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, one thing um, uh, one thing that's on my goal list is to, uh, is to start doing more direct booking. So um, I just um, I just bought my domain name and, uh, and building, a, building a little Wix website to, uh, to get some uh, direct booking. So I appreciate it, brother. Nice, nice. We like it. We like it. We appreciate you coming up and asking your question. And the last question of the evening is from Miss Tammy. Miss Tammy, you have the mic. Hey, how you guys doing? I see Master Yoda Jay has flipped out of the room. <laughs> he just he just dipped. What was your question? Let me see if I can ping it back in. Um, yeah, I had. Um, I told them last time that I was presented with the opportunity um, to a friend to do management of one condo and it went from one condo to me explaining the arbitrage and how corporate leases work to them saying i think you should take all 12 maybe or we can just start with like just nine and then we'll see how it goes like okay so it, it went from one to 
I'll just say 12 because, you know. So am I just using the regular? I know he said um, don't use a certain website unless you're going to start big. So what was that website? Like the... The software, not right, the right. Stuff. Bill was talking about. So first of all, congratulations, right, on that. That's an awesome opportunity. Uh, Bill, you want to chime in because I think you were talking about onerous. Yeah, I mean, so I, if you're going to go to like, if I heard you correctly, you're going to go to like twelve properties. You're going to need something with, you know, a property management tool in, in the back end, so you can invoice and track expenses and send out, you know, billing and all that type of stuff. Integrate with QuickBooks. That's a whole other thing about onerous direct API integration into QuickBooks. Uh, as well, but you're going to need something like Guesty or OwnerRes, probably something a little bit more robust uh, than a smart BNB or your porter. Uh, if you're going to go from zero to 65, meaning miles per hour, and get up to 12 units that quickly. Yeah, zero to 65 bugs in the teeth and all. Yeah, I, I just, <laughs> just want to make sure I'm doing it the, the right way to start out with. So, you know. So, Tammy, um, one thing with that to add to what Bill was saying. So um, knowing which software to use is, is one thing, but then knowing how to use it properly so that it yields the results that you're uh, looking for is an entirely uh, different conversation. And so, um, you, you know, th there are a number of, of, of softwares uh, on a res being at the top of the list, but you'll want to get connected to someone like Bill or someone who has experience with with those types of software. So you can get the, the, the training or get acclimated on how to set those up, how to utilize them properly. So you get the maximum benefit from them. Does that make sense? Uh, yes, sir. I, I believe in paying. I'll pay the arm and a leg for training and knowledge before I have to pay the arm and a leg to repair the arm and the leg <laughs> because, <laughs> because I failed to do it up front. Awesome, awesome. Well, so one, one good thing about owner res, Tammy, if you do, one, you can do a 14-day trial uh, for free. They do have affiliate links, but I'm not going to, you know, send one to you. Just go to ownerreservations.com. Um, you know, I don't want anybody to think that I'm doing it just for the affiliate link. I love their platform, ownerreservations.com, or you can Google owner res and you'll find it. Uh, but the other thing is they have a concierge service. I think it's around 300 to $400. I'm not exactly sure. Uh, and they will actually set everything up for you. You're going to have to go along with them and fill out forms and tell them your processes and that type of stuff. Uh, but then they have, they, they probably have some of the best customer support that I've ever seen out of any technology platform. I mean, you send them a message at 11 o'clock at night, they seem to respond within about 30 minutes to an hour uh, almost every time. So the response time and the customer support is fantastic. I'm a big owner res you know, Homer, just FYI, it's because I'm a user and I love it. Well, that's great. Um, one of the first businesses I ever started, aside from buying property when I was younger, um, I had a full service concierge business because I did building security and facility management for a church. And I guess it was considered a mega church. And because of my work in that I could kind of plan out my own day, it was a, hey, can you, hey, can you, Hey, can you do this? Hey, you don't come to work until three o'clock. Can you do this? Can you drop my? So I just did a business card and I was like, oh yeah, I can drop your car off at the mechanic. Um, the company will invoice you. And they're like, well, there's a company? Yeah. You just thought I was, well, if you're not coming in today, can you? Yeah. So I, I, I fully respect the, the full service concierge and I fully hold you accountable when you say you're fully service and a full service concierge and you just fall short of crap weaselish tactics. So yeah, I, I, I respect anybody and I 
I know what that goes with. I, I know what comes with that, so I don't mind paying the fees that come with someone that has awesome awesome customer service and does concierge very well. So. Well, it's the cool thing. It's only about thirty five bucks a month, so it's very affordable. Awesome, okay. awesome. Well, that's cool. I appreciate you guys. This room has been ridiculously knowledgeable, and and I really do appreciate it. Well, to kind of piggyback on what Tammy just said, I agree. This has been a tremendous room. Noble, thanks for having me. Uh, most importantly, all of you guys that are out there, make sure that you subscribe to this room. So that way, Noble, you can tell them. I've been off Clubhouse for like a month, so I don't even know what to tell them to subscribe to the room anymore. <laughs> but Noble's dropping these types of rooms every single week. And man, it, this is something that you do not want to miss, believe me. Thanks for listening to the show. Tune in next week to learn more about using real estate for hospitality cash flow. If you received value from this episode, please leave a rating and review. This helps the show reach more listeners. We truly appreciate your support.